Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Vancouver Accounting Experience. This is your host, Adrian Law, accounting coach and mentor. And this is the podcast for accounting students and aspiring CPAs. How is everyone? I hope you guys are all having a great week. And I just wanted to get a little podcast out uh, for this week. Had a chat with a very nice gentleman who reached out to me on LinkedIn. And uh, he's just immigrated to Canada. So welcome to Canada. And uh, his dilemma is um, whether or not he should take the... um, CPA modules all over again, or if he should challenge the exam. So I think this is a kind of a very common situation. Obviously, lots of uh, people immigrate to Canada. Some of those may have been fully qualified accountants, and this is always going to be something that comes up from time to time. So hopefully, this podcast will be able to enlighten others out there. And if there's any value you can take with it, you know, I'm, I'm sure it can help others as well. So let's get right into the podcast. Welcome to the Vancouver Accounting Experience, the podcast where accountants share their stories, their careers, their experiences, and their special moments of inspiration they encountered along the way to their professional designation. And now your host, Adrian Law. Okay, so you you came from Nigeria, you moved to Canada when, this year? I moved to Canada like three months ago. Oh, okay, three months ago. Well, yeah. welcome, welcome. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah. And, but in Nigeria, you were already working as an accountant. Yeah, I was working as an accountant. Okay. The last place I worked was a buyer. Okay. Yeah. And then, so obviously, you want to obtain your Canadian CPA credentials. Yeah, which... I thought. You... I thought it would be a nice thing to get. Uh, so currently I'm doing a post-degree diploma in one of the colleges here in Vancouver. So I just okay. thought I could use this opportunity to also ch- um, um, get the CPA certification. Okay. And so Nigeria, what was your, what was your certificate? CA? Yeah, CA. Okay. That's, yeah. that's excellent. And uh, so, so, what's, so what's, the, uh, what's your dilemma? What's your question? Uh, how can I help you? Okay, great. So um, after my assessment with the CPA um, Western School of Business, so um, the outcome of the assessment was that I have the option to challenge the exam or to do the full model. So uh, given that I'm just in a new environment, I really don't know much about uh, CPA Canada and all of that. So I don't know. So like, I am just kind of confused. I don't know which one to choose the option to go forward to do the full model or to um, do the challenge exam. Okay, so I, I see. I, I guess there's many, obviously, the, obviously you, there's many different considerations. Do you have the time? Do you have the money? And then does it mean you have to study all over again when you already have your CA? So obviously, so we can go through all of those. Um, so in Nigeria, when you got your CA, what kind of exam was it? Was it, well, you explain to me a little bit about the examinations that you had to take for your Nigerian CA. Okay. So, uh, because I'm an accounting graduate, I have bachelor's in accounting before I enrolled, uh, with the Institute of Chartered Accountants of Nigeria to obtain my CA. So, um, I had exemption from the foundation papers. So what I did basically were the professional papers, which comprises of about nine different nine different uh, subjects. 
Okay. So I did financial reporting, I did management accounting, uh, performance management, uh, public sector accounting, auditing and assurance, taxation, and all of that. Basically, all the components of accounting, I did all of them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And then, so what kind of, a, how did they examine you on that? Was it case writing, multiple choice? Uh, how, how, what was the examination like? Okay. So uh, the exam was more of an essay. Um, case writing was just once. So we only, uh, in the, in the curriculum, you only have um, once, one course that is case writing. That's strictly mm. case writing. Uh, but every other thing is just more of, short answer questions answer questions no multiple choice oh okay okay so no multiple choice but no, no. the majority of the exam was like short answers short answers yeah. mm, okay i see okay interesting uh but it's so it sounds like you've already i mean it sounds like you <clears throat> probably have the expertise to understand to translate those skills to canada it's just that the actual exam writing is pretty much solely case writing okay and Whoa. that can be a challenge for some people okay uh so for myself i'm i've been out of the um, obviously it's been years since i've taken a cpa course or written an exam in canada so okay. when i qualified in canada it was under the old ca legacy designation Okay. And since 2015, it has uh, merged with other accounting bodies to become like a unified body. So it went from like, so my designation went from like CPA to like, went from CA, just like you, okay. to CPA. So my understanding of the exams and all that may not be uh, current. So whatever I'm telling you, it may be a bit out of date, right? So you should also get uh, some verification from... CPA, BC, or whatever. But from what I understand is that there are six modules. There's, okay. there's two cores, and then there's two electives, and then there's two capstone modules. I'm sure you're already familiar with some of this. Yeah, there, yeah. there may be some multiple choice questions in some of the earlier modules, but largely it's going to be like case writing. Oh, okay. so you you so you're going through so the core modules whatever the core that you're going to be picking it could be financial reporting or or audit and assurance whatever it is and then your some like your electives could be in like tax or whatever and then there is uh the capstone one which is like a big case that you have to go through say like a business case there's going to be a presentation and then there's there's going to be a story about an organization and a company that needs some help so all that is going to be a case that okay. you will that you will understand and then the capstone two is essentially the CFE prep so oh. the CFE is the three-day final examination that you have to write and those are all going to be cases so some are like really long cases some are, are shorter cases uh, I believe day one is going to be like an extension of the that capstone one case that you already understand a little bit. So that's going to be the continuation. And then day two is going to be a bit more like technical. And then day three is going to be more like a mix, but it all essentially case writing. It's not going to be any short answers. Oh, okay. Right. And I believe there is, so it's just a pass fail. And I believe it's something, don't quote me on this. Uh, it's probably like 80% or something like that uh pass rate oh okay 
So you probably have the expertise and knowledge to understand all those you know, uh, technical requirements. It's just sometimes the case writing can trip people up a little bit because it's you're given a certain amount of time and you have to write the case and you have to hit certain competencies and you have to hit certain breadth. And so there's so there's all that that you have to kind of wrap your head around. So it's a bit of a different approach to the exam writing. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it, so that can be a challenge for some people, even though those people may be fully able to as an accountant, as I'm sure you are. But it's getting over the hurdle of understanding yeah. case writing is its own challenge. It's its own skill. And it took me like a while. It took me a while to get used to case writing. Obviously, I started with, the, you know, module one, two, three, four, and you get a bit better for. And then by the time you get to the actual final exam, the CFI, yeah. uh, hopefully you would have your skills in case writing would have improved. Um, but okay. obviously, the three days you have to be like on it, right? And then, so uh, that's, that's the challenge. Wow. So CPA has told you that you're able to challenge some, some modules or all the modules or just the exam. Yeah. So what have they told you that you can challenge? So they told me I could challenge the, um, the, the core module, that's core one, core two, and the elective module. Okay. All right. And then, so you have to take capstone one and two. Yeah, I have to take those ones. Okay, interesting, interesting. All right, so that's so it's going to be four modules that you will essentially you would save if mm -hmm. you challenged it. Yes. And then when you challenge it, how's the challenge work? Do you have is it challenging one at a time? Like you? Yeah, it, it, you it's write, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's actually one at a time. Like, okay. Like, and you have to follow them serially. So you do call one before you do call two, and before you get to the elective. Okay, I understand. So it's like everyone else who is in the program, they are going to take the weekly courses, but it's like you just show up at the end and then you write the exam. Yes, at the end of the exam. <laughs> so I just have to source my materials, do my stuff, do my reading as I like. Okay, my got it. Facilitator and just Interesting. And then once you pass mod one, then you can skip all of the mod two weekly courses and then show up at the final mod two exam. Yeah, exactly. Ah, okay, okay, interesting. Okay, so that's that's actually not so bad. So because because they force you to go through capstone one and capstone two, that should be a very good prep to build you your case writing skills, I think. Okay. So don't worry about that. So so for you, I would say don't worry about the CV. For a lot of people, it sounds very scary, right? It's a three-day case writing exam, but I think the capstone one and two should be sufficient. Obviously, you know, you know your own self and your abilities. So, you know, but I think generally for most people, it should be it should be pretty good. It's a challenge, but they will walk you through how to study if you need a partner, all those kinds of things. So don't worry about the don't worry about the CFI and capstone one and two. So okay. let's just worry about the four, I guess, yeah, the two, the two core and the two electives. So how much do you have to pay? Uh, actually, in terms of cost. So uh, if I if I were to challenge the exam, I'm gonna pay two fifty. Two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. Okay. But if I were to do the uh, the module, so I'm gonna have to pay uh, one one thousand two hundred sixty dollars. 
for each model. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So only oh, so you you would the incremental cost is like a thousand dollars. You could save a thousand dollars by yes. challenging the exam. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. All right. So that's quite that's quite a bit of money. Um, and then how's your time? Do you would you have time? Do, do you have a family? Do you like how 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 much time would you have to like dedicate? to the to the challenging the exam okay so in terms of time um like um currently i'm doing a part-time job and i intend to continue with it as it suits perfectly uh it matches perfectly with my school work the only the only issue i have is my uh so currently i'm studying i'm doing a, a post-degree diploma in accounting mm-hmm. and so that's just the only challenge i'm gonna have like um having to mm. combine these with uh, my schoolwork. Okay, I see. So it's a degree in accounting that you're doing? Uh, not really. It's a, a post a post degree diploma. A post degree yeah. diploma. Oh, yeah. where is um, where is that? Yeah, Langara College. Uh Langara College. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Do you, do you need to take that for to, for prerequisites or something? No, 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 no. No, I didn't need to take that. Oh, you don't need it. So you're just taking it for your own uh, yeah, education. From, yeah, okay. just to uh, like uh, measure with the Canadian system, Canadian. Oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Mm, I'm. I guess I'm a bit surprised because I I wouldn't have thought that you needed it if you already have, right? Okay. Yeah. So how many? So how many core? How many courses are you taking a semester for that diploma? Well, so uh, on the average, I do like three courses every semester. Uh, three courses a semester okay yeah. and the workload is is okay yeah it's okay like it's pretty good like um just one assignment per week and mm-hmm. just do one chapter do the assignment okay week, and, and you're finding in the finding the level of the studying okay like comparable to what you had in nigeria is it harder is it way more easy what how, how do you feel I think it's way more easy. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, good. Basic level, so basic okay. level account. All right. Level. Makes sense. So obviously those are going to be like university or post-university type of courses, which mm-hmm. may still be short answer or multiple choice, a lot of like memorization and that kind of thing. Me personally, I actually don't think those courses are as useful. Uh, I think the CPA method of the of a, a case approach i think it's a lot better uh, especially when you're working concurrently uh, so that was like my training you know I, I worked in a public accounting firm and then went through the cp the ca program okay. and there was a lot of cases that matched that matched the kind of work that yeah, i was doing okay. in like a firm so i actually found that much more valuable than those you know like financial reporting 101 or something like you know those kinds of like <laughs> university courses yeah. So uh, some people might like where you're just straight memorizing things, but yeah. I actually found that I like understanding the cases and then understanding what the value that an accountant brought to those different organizations or people and then writing it out in terms of, of like a case. And so that is so that is a bit that's the part that you would learn if you're going through the modules okay right so it's kind of like a precursor to the capstones one and two is going through that whereas if you challenged it you'd have to so if you challenged it how does it work they give you access to the material no 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 they're not going to give me access to the material. Uh, okay yeah. so how would you so did they did they suggest how you would study to 
get ready for to challenge it? Uh, like uh, they basically tell you that um, you have access to the uh, competency map, but as for the materials and the facilitators, no, you have to deal with that on your own. Mm, so, that's a bit. So they don't give you access. But could you get access? Or no, no one was sharing no, with you? No, you, I can't get access. Uh, so okay. Huh. The, the only option is to source for materials from uh, maybe... That's, uh, that would be tough then. So, so effectively, you're kind of going into the, let's say, let's say you choose to do mod one challenge, right? Mm -hmm. You are kind of going into the exam a bit blind. Yeah, kind of. Mm, that's tough. Really, I wouldn't have, I, I, I really don't have um, enough background information regarding the exams. Say mm. for what you've just said now, I really didn't know the, the nature, the structure of the question. Okay, that's, that's a bit tough. What I should expect, so. uh. You know, because originally when we first started talking, I was going to suggest why don't um, you just challenge mod one and then see how it goes. And then if you pass it, great. And then if you don't do well, then you can choose to, you can, you can adjust accordingly. But I didn't know that you have like no, it's that you're kind of going in blind that you have no access to the material. I think if you were, you had no access to material but you only got to saw the, the competency map and understand what it is they're looking for. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty tough. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's it. So I, I learned that there are CPA reviewers. You could actually get materials from, um, um, I think I read online about prep formula and um, one of that one, like some external bodies, yeah. So materials. Mm, so, interesting, interesting. This is yeah, very. I think my advice to you, if okay. you had, if you had unlimited money and unlimited time, right? Okay. Money and time was no problem. I would suggest you know go through all of the mods. I think it's worth it because it's really a good flavor of what CPA Canada is all about, right? So assuming money is no problem and time, you have tons of time, I would suggest go through mod one, two, three, four, and then everything else. I think that's the best way to do it. Oh, okay. if, if time is a bit of a problem and you really are keen on saving the $1,000, which is a huge amount of money, especially over four mods, I would, now that I know a bit of like your situation, I would say try and try at least go through... Uh, mod one okay. so i would say yeah i would say take mod one and then write that mod one exam okay and if you have like this is way if you think oh mod one that was way too easy it, this is very uh you know basic accounting and like i can write the cases and hit all the competencies then i, I was then you can challenge challenge mods two three four okay but I think it's worth going through mod one just to get a hang of it, as opposed to the other way around where you challenge mod one and then you go in completely blind and then it's so overwhelming and that then you would have, you, maybe you didn't get the result that you wanted, then you'd have to take it anyway. <laughs> so my, I, would say, I would say it's worth the risk of the time and the money to just do mod one. And if you feel really, really good about it, then I... I'm pretty sure you could still challenge mod two, three, and four. So you would just wow. have to clarify that with 
CPABC that, okay, if I take mod one and I pass, can I still challenge mods two, three, and four? And that I would save you three mods, which is still pretty good, right? Yeah, so that's so they told me that um, should I challenge and fail, I have to come back and do the model. Yeah, exactly. Or um, if I if if I choose to do the model for each of the model, each of the models, then the next the subsequent models I could choose to challenge. Like I have the options for each of the models, so Perfect. challenge or do the full um or do the uh full model. So that's perfect. That's perfect. So, so it's almost each module, you have your own flexibility, right? Yes, exactly. That's perfect. Then I would say, try and do, try and do one, try and do okay. one pass mod one. And I feel really, really good that, okay. Yeah. The, it, the, that the content you can do, the technical, you know, requirements are totally comfortable within your level. And more importantly, the case writing, uh, you get case writing. It's totally, you know, something you're comfortable with. And then, then totally challenge mods two, three, four. Then it would save you $3,000 and, and a bit of time. Wow. <laughs> I would even say, you know, if your diploma, you, 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 when you're going through mod, because obviously, you then you have a diploma courses and you're going through mod one <laughs> so <laughs> it, you know it can start to build up but i would put more attention onto the mod one right yeah yeah because the diploma i already don't think it's as useful and you already have a degree and you're already so you know it's not a it's not as crucial okay and i think it's so it's so divergent the the approach yeah. i would spend you know more time on uh getting mod one really, really good and uh, understanding what it is that's required of you. And then the diploma, you know, nothing, nothing against people who are in the diploma program or in university. I understand that's a requirement for you specifically. I would not put in that much effort. I would just pass, pass, pass or whatever. Mod one. Wow. Yeah. You see, so you yeah, proved, you, yeah. You proved to yourself. <laughs> you proved to yourself that you can totally smash mod one out of the park, and then you can challenge mod two and three, four. That's that's what I think. Wow, this makes sense. Like, yeah, it makes a whole lot of sense. I just think it's too <laughs> difficult for you right now without having seen the content or the information yeah. to just jump in and then do mod one. I think it's it's at least for me. I would feel like completely out of, out of, out of place and like overwhelmed. And then okay. it's like, you just show up and then now you're case writing. Oh, I've never really, you know, you've done case writing, yeah. but it's never, it's, you know, you don't know how, how to approach it and all that. But whereas you're in the mod, they would give you, they would give you techniques and tips and then ways of thinking. And then there could be other people that you can like, you know, bounce yeah, ideas man. off. The facilitators would be marking your weekly assignments. Mm -hmm. The weekly assignments are, you know, they're they're essentially like little mini mini cases, right? So you're getting you're getting feedback and all those things. Hmm. So I think it's worth it. I think it's worth the one thousand dollars extra that you're paying. Okay. I think is totally worth it just to see what it's like, and then once you have a flavor, then you can decide. Yeah, for me, uh, the cost is not is not an issue for me. Really, yeah. the cost, the the price is not an issue for me. So I just want something that will be yeah. like the easiest way to get. Um, yeah. 
to get along with it. Yeah, so it's no yeah. different than when I'm mentoring people and they're like, oh, I don't know if I like accounting or something. I'm like, well, go try it. Go, go, go work somewhere or go, go volunteer. Or someone who is like, oh, I, I want to go into like a restaurant work, but I don't know if I like it. Well, go throw yourself into your favorite restaurant and go work in the kitchen. They might mm. like it or they might hate it. Same thing. So for you, I think it's worth spending the time and the money. Maybe you love the mods. Maybe you're like, oh man, I love it. And the people are so like amazing. And I want to take mod two and all the other ones. I don't know. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, thank you so much. Like I've been battling with this for the past two months. Like yeah, I yeah. haven't really been able to come up with anything. Yeah. I've been blank on this as to what to do, what to choose. But um with the advice, with the suggestion you provided, really, like, I now have peace of mind. Obviously. Good, good. I'm glad that one. I think the thing is you have to be, like, really organized, right? Okay. I mean, what do you, you have? A, are you here solo or you have a family here? No, uh, well, I have my brother, but he lives in Alberta. So oh, okay. So you're essentially, you're essentially single man in Vancouver. Yeah, oh, totally yeah. Well, at that, that, that time, you can, you know, whatever. So it doesn't really matter if you're studying at 2 a.m or work so yeah so that's good that's good so that's yeah. so you have a lot of like flexibility in time so that's really good because i was gonna say if you have a family here and everything then you know you'd have to be like super organized right like now yeah. i need to study for my diploma whatever and then now i need to do because there's going to be weekly assignments yes, and yeah. you have yeah. your work and then so all those things you have to be on like on top of all of that and uh, but the key is yeah the key is just it's like a trial it's like a trial run but the thing is the mod one exam see how you do right see how you do okay okay well thank you so much yeah no worries glad, yeah. to, glad to help so uh, but just in addition to that now um do you think taking up a, a a job in an accounting firm would help me a lot uh what do you think about it? So currently I'm doing a job that I just go there two times in a week, mostly on weekends and usually at night. So I just do 11 to 7 and I come back just twice in a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but it's not purely account. It's more of auditing, internal control, checks and balances and all of that. So, yeah. But do you, do you like doing that? Oh, well, I would prefer to um, do uh, more of bookkeeping or pure accounting role well okay. for well, for the sake of time like so i choose to continue with it because it gives me the, the time to do some of that okay I, yeah. I think uh there's i think in vancouver there's a lot of opportunity to like try different things so the, i think there's potential to have different jobs out there uh, working for a firm could be something that is ideal if you if you like it i i enjoyed it but it was it was uh, auditing from a public accounting point of view. But I really enjoyed working for a firm, the culture, the people, the, what I learned, seeing different organizations, different sectors, different industries. Uh, it was for me, it was like very exciting. But some people might like, oh, I just want to work for a company as like a you know controller or senior accountant. Or maybe you want to go work in tax or maybe you want to be a financial analyst. So I think there are opportunities to try different things. I think you would have to, I, I would suggest if you, I would suggest you go explore your opportunities by like networking with a whole bunch of people. So network as much as you can. Wow. 
Okay. Especially right now, since you have a lot of time or not a lot, but you have time available. Yeah, I do. I would just, uh, you know, uh, I would do some research, maybe research online, a couple of like firms, maybe one, maybe one big four firm, maybe one medium-sized firm, and then maybe one small public accounting firm. Research what looks interesting, one looks kind of nice. Oh, I think I might like this. Oh, I don't think I will like that firm. So pick one large, one medium, one small, and then go research maybe three companies in industry. Oh, maybe I like telecommunications. Maybe, oh, there's interesting. There's a couple of positions in like TELUS or something. Or maybe I like the I, you know, uh, the tech industry. You know, Vancouver is a bit of a tech industry, you know, tech hub now. Oh, maybe I want to go what whatever. Uh, a small tech firm, whatever it is, you know, they have they have a role there or whatever your favorite industry, pick one or two jobs, check it out, and then try and network with people in that kind of area in the, in okay. the accounting field. So it's going to be easier to do it on the public accounting side because there's there's partners, there's managers, there's associate that is all out there that you can maybe reach out to on, on like LinkedIn. Okay. And in the industry side, there may be a couple of people, but uh, it's just it's just a networking opportunity. That that's all it is. So when you network with them, it's an opportunity for you to like ask, oh, what is it like working in uh, pharmaceuticals? Oh, what what do you do in your job? Why do you like it? Why why don't you like it? Oh, you do uh, corporate development. Oh, you're doing uh, corporate models. And oh, what do you like about that? Oh, or someone, oh, I hate controls and I don't like being a controller and auditing and I wish I could get out of it. Oh, what do you don't? So it's just information gathering to see if their dislikes and likes matches what you dislike or not like. And that, that's how you do it, essentially. Yeah, it's just getting more information. Wow. Okay. Kind of like how you reach out to me. It's like, hey, there's this, there's this guy, Adrian. He's like mentoring. And then I'll ask him a couple of questions. Just like that. It's like, same thing. You, oh, there's this person. He works for whatever, Deloitte, Canada. And he is like a junior manager. And it seems like he's in the industry that I'm interested in. Maybe I'll just reach out to him on like LinkedIn. I would yeah. just do it on like LinkedIn. And then I would just do it like super friendly, totally Nothing, nothing. You're not asking about for a job. You're not asking nothing like that. It's just, oh, hey, I'm new to the country. I would, you know, I would love to love more. I would love to learn more about what you do at Deloitte or something. Do you mind if I okay. chat with you for 20 minutes? That's it. And yeah. then if they say yes, then great. If they say no, then that's great. <laughs> <laughs> because you have time. You have nothing to lose, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Wow. Well, um, let me start by saying that I want to thank you especially for one, your response time. And um, yeah, so really um, the impression I had about you when I read your profile on LinkedIn, like uh, it was even underrated, like you are very much super. <laughs> oh, thank you. I <laughs> like, so I so much appreciate that and the readiness to assist Oh, really? I just can't thank you enough. Like, you've helped me to solve a very big case. <laughs> okay, that's, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad to have helped. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's just what I, I enjoy. I just, I like talking to other accountants and talking about careers and that sort of thing. So 
maybe someone, you know, if they're coming from a foreign country one day and they're like, oh, Rufus, I need some help. Can you help me? Yeah, then you can you can help them out, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if we had more of you in the industry, like <laughs> accounting industry would be a better place for people. Oh, yeah, yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> people have reached out to me from like Africa and uh, everywhere. So it's, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's cool. It's really difficult if you're coming from a foreign country and oh, yeah. you don't have anybody you can talk to. Sure, yeah, of course. You know, that will show you the ropes, tell you about stuff like that. It's really difficult. So it could be frustrating. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I totally well, thank understand. For people yeah. like you who are there. <laughs> and I'm, yeah. a lot of people, you know, Vancouver is not necessarily like a lot of other countries where people are like super, super friendly. Like, you know, yeah. unfortunately vancouver can is has known to be a bit cold and it's not that easy to make friends sometimes so i i totally understand um mm. but uh but that doesn't mean people are not willing it, it, just people are mm. all like a little bit shy that's that's all it really is right so it's it's not going to be like latin america or africa or other countries where it's yeah. like easy to get into the and people are so Vancouver is known to be a bit, uh, ah, it's just like a, it's like a Canadian thing. It's like a Canadian thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, but like I said, if you, if you just ask nicely and you ask politely and it's totally not aggressive, I don't see why you couldn't reach out to some people on like LinkedIn or it could be in like person. You know, if you get involved, you know, I think you could uh, join, I guess, a CPABC chapter okay so where are you right now what city I'm are you in Van i'm in vancouver vancouver I'm okay vancouver, yeah. i think you could uh yeah i think you could join a local cpa bc chapter i don't oh, know if they're oh. doing anything in person but they might be doing stuff virtually okay that you can join in as a student member I believe oh. you can do that as a student member. I, I will look that up today. Yeah. And then when things are opening up more with like uh, COVID-19 restrictions being reduced, then they might get back to more in-person activities and then you can uh, go, out, go out to like those things. Yeah, okay. So that's the alternative. So LinkedIn is a bit more virtual, you know, yeah. and it's a bit more through LinkedIn. Some people like it, some people don't like it. And then, then yeah, then I would, if not, the alternative is to just do it um, in person. Or if Langara has an accounting association or whatever, I would join that yeah. and try and meet as many other people as possible. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go out of your way a little bit to kind of like meet those people, so to get the experiences that you want, because no one's gonna come knocking on your door, right? Yeah. That, that that's true. Yeah. Really and you right. seem like you have no problem you're not shy you're not you have no problem with it so just go do it that's it of course uh <laughs> if you know what you're looking for like you have to like um you have to like go out there and get it no matter what it costs you like yeah yeah i don't so, need to be shy when i'm looking for something <laughs> yeah. but for some people that's a very difficult thing uh, that's uh some people they you know it's a very difficult thing to like even show up to a accounting association meeting or something right they don't feel comfortable so that they need a bit more like uh, you know a little bit more of a, a push or a guidance or techniques to talk to people stuff like that right and that used to be me like 20 years ago okay so
So uh, there's this saying, there's this, it's not an adage, but just a wise saying in my country that um, if, you are drown, if you are drowning in the river and you don't raise up your hand, like you won't get help from people. Uh, yeah, that's so, good. Yeah, that's a so good. Uh, it's up to a... you. It's up to you if you're drowning and you really want to be saved to raise up your hands and yeah. someone will see how the. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. That's a good saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, because that yeah that alone took me years to figure out. Uh, you know, like I said, when I was a young whatever, like you know, mm. and so. Uh, I just wrote a LinkedIn post this morning. I don't know if you read it, but yeah, I haven't been there this Well, there you go. It was something about uh, you. It was something about something like that. But anyway, if you have time, go read it. Sure, I will. I will. <laughs> so I completely lost my train of thought at the very end there. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, but I did write a LinkedIn post just on the very same subject that we were talking about. So everyone, hope you enjoyed this podcast and I hope you learned something. I mean, it was actually very interesting to go through that whole kind of uh, mental exercise to kind of weigh the pros and cons of whether someone should, you know, get into the PEP program, go through all six modules, write the CV or if you know if you kind of think you can do it and you can save some time and some money to challenge the exams obviously each scenario is going to be different and it's all going to be up to each individual uh, all right guys so that's all the time we have if you have any questions or comments feel free to email me it's adrian at adrian-law.ca or you can dm me on linkedin at any time i'm pretty much always on there and i'm looking at uh, you know different people that reach out to me all the time and it's it's great meeting new people all right guys uh thanks very much again and we'll see you at the very next podcast of the vancouver accounting experience have a great night guys thank you for listening and if you enjoyed this episode please take a moment to follow rate and share the podcast Tune in next time when your host, Adrian Law, delves into the wonderful world of Vancouver accounting experience.